Hello and welcome to UFO Party Pod. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And today we are discussing episode 18, which is Miracle Man. Yay. I don't like this episode. <laughs> really? I think it's so funny. I actually kind of I mean, like it's it. It's funny, but it like reminds me too much of living in the Carolinas. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I have no connection to any of this, but it just is like very interesting to me. Um, I feel like it's kind of a pointless episode, but it's still kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, do they classify it as a monster of the week? Yes, I think. Yeah. I'm Um, pretty sure they do. Like it is, but we're still getting some pretty good like background, especially on Mulder, I think, and on Scully a little bit. So I don't don't mind it. It just like, I feel like it brings up like, personal like environment trauma <laughs> that makes a lot of sense yeah growing up in the in the south i yeah. can't really relate so i'm just like this is funny i've only seen this in movies yeah like i grew up in the the land of billy graham and near ptl run by jim and tammy faye baker so um i'm good <laughs> <laughs> insane um so our episode starts off with a young what do you think he's like 18 maybe like a young kid um yeah and he appears at the scene of a car accident where they have um a dead body and he it's severely burnt um and samuel comes over this this 18 ish year old kid and he basically like touches the body and brings the victim back to life um and also if we're back in tennessee like we were last week yes yep we're in tennessee (laughs) keep Um, this in mind yeah and it definitely shows and yeah so he brings this guy back to life um and like the opener kind of ends with the victim just like reaching out to grab Sam, um, his hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we skip to kind of just a video of like a weird cult of people. Um, they're all like singing hallelujah and they're doing that like big mega, mega church kind of like weird, like, it's very different. I don't know. I mean, I stopped going to church when I was very young, but like, I feel like Southern churches are so completely different. Yes. There was one, I feel like, diagonally behind my synagogue. And like, even in the parking lot, like, you could hear them because they're so loud. And like, in general, there's a church on every corner. And then you just like kind of keep driving and there's like legitimately like acres of these mega churches and it's it's absolutely insane like it's incredible in a way like the architecture is beautiful but it's it's just wild (laughs) to put it nicely yeah i mean i think it's like like especially like the mega churches that are just like like they look like a mall basically um oh yeah like there's they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're just in it for the money. It's like so clear and they have like billboard and stuff. And I'm like, that's very different than, than when I grew up with. So, um, but that's kind of what we're seeing. I'm going to try to see if I can find the one that I'm like picturing my head that I had to like drive by every time. Um, I had to go to like the woman that was helping me study for my bat mitzvah because you're you're gonna lose your mind it looks like a fucking sports complex oh my god yes please try to find it that's so wild to me i don't think i knew until a couple years ago that like things like that even existed um yeah just because obviously like i i've grown up in new england my whole life like i don't never even been really down south like at all um so i don't think i really and and just not being religious at all so like i don't think I knew that that existed um, until a couple years ago and I was like whoa (laughs) like this is crazy let me see if I can get like okay a direct link 
Okay, I am sending it to you now because it's fucking wild. You should definitely post it on the, like, Instagram stories. Oh, yeah, I totally will. But, yeah, definitely send it to me also. I want to see it. Um, Okay, hold on. Let me check this out. It's insane. Whoa. What? And that's just, like, the front of it. Like, it went all the way around the side, like, the back. Like, it, obviously, audio medium, but this, it looks like a giant crown, just, like, placed in the middle of nowhere. That is insane to me. Right? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. I would love I to see the inside of that. I mean, I don't want to because I feel like they would just immediately take me probably like, like you can't leave <laughs> in the basement. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too, is like I think the thing that like kind of disturbs me about like the whole mega church thing is just how, like I said, like there's ones that are just like a mall or like a sports complex. Like they're not even trying to pretend Whereas, like, I mean, when you go to, like, places in Europe and you see all, like, these beautiful cathedrals and it's just, like, even if you're not a religious person, I feel like you can, like, appreciate the architecture and how, like, absolutely beautiful that building is and how, like, of course it means a lot to a lot of people. Like, I feel like it's, like, so easy to see that. But, like, when we have, like, just these tacky mega sh- mega churches in in America and I'm just like like what do we really have yeah. to capitalize on everything yeah I mean just a little bit <laughs> that has kind of been the Catholic Church's whole thing for a long time but whatever um uh, but anyways. yeah so so we're in this mega church and which is like actually just in a tent um and this woman is laying down and they say they claim that she has a malignant tumor um and Samuel's there again and he is going to heal this lady with his healing powers um and so Scully's showing this video to Mulder who already knows all about it but we kind of get some background that the reverend um Calvin Hartley found Samuel as an infant he claims in the banks of the Mississippi um, and that's like some Moses shit right there. Right. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, Scully's kind of like, yeah, I don't really buy that for a fucking second. Right. She's like, there's no way he's lying. Um, and I just think this is so funny cause they're, they're talking about this the whole time. And I'm like, why would this be a case for the FBI? Like, Basically, Scully's talking about how the local sheriff's department thinks that this is a scam and that, like, Sam's not actually healing anyone and that they're scamming the people. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like an FBI case um, at all. I mean, I guess it makes sense to me because I think, like, all the murder accusations aside, like, frauding people, but with the cover of religion that is pretty heavily protected in this country seems like it would be more properly handled like legally through the FBI than like the police department if that makes sure. sense. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah, but but yeah, they do kind of elaborate because I think that uh Mulder at one point says it too and is like so like where is the crime here? Um Yeah. <laughs> but apparently there have been a couple of cases of Samuel healing someone, and then within, like, 20 minutes, they end up dying. Um, yeah. So he's actually being charged with murder after the woman in the video with this malignant tumor was supposed to be healed by Samuel, and then 20 minutes later, she's pronounced dead from an undetermined cause. Um, yeah. So she died, but it wasn't from her cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Within 20 minutes of Samuel basically just touching her face. Um, So yeah, Mulder and Scully leave for Tennessee and they decide to go stop at the church tent and um, 
see what's up. Yeah, it's in like a county fair setting. Right. Yeah. I mean, it truly does look like you're more going to see like a a magic act or like some (laughs) kind of like bearded lady trick kind of thing. Like it's just like it seems more like a a circus than it does a church. Um, And like in a way, it kind of is like the whole performance of it. Right. Definitely. They definitely don't do a lot of praying. They just do a lot of, like, come and you will be healed, you know? Yeah. Um, And then Mulder's like, I think I saw some of these same people at Woodstock. And (laughs) Scully's like... He has a lot of good one-liners in this one. He really does. another one in, like, literally a minute. Yeah. (laughs) I just love Scully. It was like, Mulder, you weren't at Woodstock. And he's like, I saw the movie. Um, and then they go and sit down, but Samuel is actually not at the mass. Um, so they're yeah, he's been missing for a little bit. Yeah. Yep. We find out that he's been missing. The Reverend doesn't even know where Samuel is and that the Reverend says he's been a bit troubled lately. So I don't know. That could be some foreshadowing. Um, maybe he's just like, you know, not wanting to do that anymore because he's a grown adult now and not just like a little kid. Yeah. He's just at that age where he's just like, (laughs) leave me alone, dad. I don't want to be part of your mega church. (laughs) I just want to be a normal teenager. Just like rebelling in the wildest way possible. (laughs) Right. Um, and we also, we find out in this scene that, so the sheriff is kind of the person that called Mulder and Scully in. Um, he's been basically trying to get the bot. He's from the start of all of this thought that they were scamming people. Um, but he tells Mulder and Scully that the coroner does is part of the ministry. So um, they didn't even perform an autopsy on the victims and um so they have no idea what the cause of death was and there's just a lot of interconnected people in this town who it's hard it seems like it's hard to trust people because they are actually part of this ministry um and so Scully's like okay well we're just going to exhume the body so that we can perform an autopsy And then things get kind of scary. But did you, what was the thing that you thought that um, was funny that Mulder said? Oh, so they're watching, um, well, they're waiting to watch Samuel, like, heal people. And Scully um, is trying to tell Mulder that they should, like, go in the back. And Mulder goes, wait, we have to wait for them to bring Elvis back. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is just him bringing up how much he's obsessed with Elvis. I think that's so funny. (laughs) It's just like the smallest little detail to kind of like give you a huge hint of to like what the kind of person Mulder is and I really enjoy it. (laughs) Like I just think it's it's very effective but very small and I love stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I think it's Also, really- when the, um, the secondhand man for, um, what's his name? The Reverend Vance, Vance. is so scary looking. Yeah. Okay, so that's what I... He is this I- large, pale, cloaked man. Like, uh, I don't even know how to... Ex- this- he looks like he's straight out of a comic book. Yeah, he looks like a Batman villain, but um, he also looks like when you're in, like, first grade and you do paper mache on a balloon to make, like, a lantern. Um, That's exactly what this man's face looks like. Like, he's supposed to be a burn victim. He's supposed to be the person that was in the beginning of the show um, that was saved, obviously, by Samuel. But he literally just looks... So the the hair and makeup in this is so bad and they did a terrible job and he looks like he was paper macheed. I mean, it's probably accurate, though, because 
I mean, I'm making like some leaps and bounds of assumptions here, but like this is what skin skin grafting is for, and like um, reparative, like cosmetic surgery to like get you to look the way that you looked pre whatever accident it was. And I'm yeah. going to maybe go along the lines that they're like, no, you need to own your true self and just be thankful that you're alive. So we're true. not going to help you do anything. Yeah. So like, oh, it was terrible. Like that foundation was caked the fuck on and it was really <laughs> bothering me the entire time. Cause I was just like, I just want to like get a little beauty blender and like dab that shit out. So it like looks a little bit more hydrated, but if it's like, <laughs> All of that skin, like, we see later on, he just, like, doesn't... Like, I don't think that shit healed well at all. No. Like, it's a very, like, inside level of healing that I think Samuel is capable of doing. Not necessarily, like, getting you back to whatever you were before this healing was necessary. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's almost like... like, needs to happen all the time, but... Right. Yeah. It's almost like he should just like, like he is able to bring people back to life, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. Um, yeah. Or like even living like a great life. Yeah. Like you're alive, but I, I feel especially to Vance, like your quality of life is not very high. So it's almost like what, what the fuck? Yeah, which we will get which into. We'll talk about in a little later. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Scully uh, basically, you know, there is no real point in them watching the mass because do they even call it a mass when it's like this hokey, like in a tent kind of thing? I don't know. Um, sermon? I'm not sure. Hmm. Not even going to try. Anyways. Yeah, but, I, I have. I don't know the lingo, so... Yeah, well, so they, um, you know, they decide to exhume the body, and they get out there, and the whole cult comes after them. It is so scary, trying to, like, threaten them and say that they shouldn't be touching, like, these bodies, and that it's none of their business, and that they should just go away. Um, Yeah, it's like, they said it was, like, a sin to, like cut the tie from the soul of the bot in the bot. I don't know. Obviously I don't agree with it, but like Vance's party came to play dirty. So they look like, so they're like, it's pretty dark out already. Right. It's like really foggy. They literally look like a bunch of, especially because Vance is fucking leading the way and he looks half dead. It literally looks like a, a walking dead scene. Honestly, I was like, this is insane. Um, Super spooky. Did you ever see The Village? I don't think so. Oh, my God. Good movie. Like, very great, like, early 2000s kind of. I don't know if it would be, like, considered religion-esque, but it just looks like a group from The Village that just, like, came with some torches and shit, and they're like... We're just going to stand here and be really fucking creepy and hopefully yeah. just stare at you so you leave. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe I have seen that. I don't know. I feel like I I watch so many movies that they all just, like, blend together. Well, but, it's a, an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Okay. And it's, like, with all the red cloaks and shit. Okay. Yeah. I think... Oh, my God. Everyone always gets this messed up. It's I think Jessica Chastain is in it. It's either Jessica Chastain or the woman that was in, um, oh my god, Jurassic World. Mm, I'm not going to be you know, able to help you like with this. No, they look like very similar. I don't know who either of those people are. Oh no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So basically, as they are going to exhume the bodies, um, they get them out of the ground and then they get a call saying that someone has seen Samuel um, at a bar. So they rush there to go talk to Samuel because no one has known where he is for, like, a couple of days. Um, And Samuel is wasted. He's ready to fucking go to jail, though. Yeah. He got in a bar fight, um, and he is just 
drunk as fuck. Um, yeah, he says, or he thinks that he's guilty of murder because he thinks he's muddied the water of his faith because he had, like, a moment of weakness. Yeah. And, like, now it's been corrupted, so he can't actually heal people anymore. Yeah, so he basically, he confesses, but not really, because what he's... He actually just feels like God is, like, punishing him, basically. Um, yeah. And that he, like, didn't take care of the gift that God gave him, so now he's being spited. Um, yeah. So he's confessing, but, like, it doesn't actually make any sense. And Mulder, uh, I think it's later that Mulder's, like, just because, like, you feel guilty, like, that's not going to hold up in court. You're not guilty under, like, the actual law. Um, yeah, because no one is going to charge you because you think that God is spiting you. Like, that's not going to work. Um, well, I think he's talking to the sheriff about it because he's like, why is he like, why are you bringing him in? Because there doesn't seem to be like any actual evidence that he's suspected of murder. Like he's just drunk in a bar and the sheriff is like, well, then we'll add drunk and disorderly to it. I'm like, yeah, you suck. Like, this is, this is this shitty because. Is- This is classic X-Files because it truly would not be an X-Files episode if there was ever a good cop, ever. Every single fuck. Like, at first we think in this episode that this sheriff is going to be, like, a good guy. He's on our side, right? Because it looks like he's trying to investigate these people. Yeah. Nope. Still still a piece of shit. It's amazing how they do this with every single police officer that is in the show. Um, Um. But he, yeah, basically the police officer, it becomes very clear that, like, this is clearly something personal. Um, He, like, just kind of has it out for Samuel and um, the reverend. And he is basically just like, I am not asking whether or not he did it. I'm just, the only question is, like, how he did it. Like, he's like, I know that he killed those people. So... Clearly, this guy just has it out to get them. Yeah. We get something in this scene that, like, I guess becomes bigger later on. But Mulder goes to talk to Samuel. And Samuel tells Mulder that he has, like, like in relation to Mulder, he has, like, a pain of a brother or a sister. So, of course, that's, like, going to spark some gears moving in Mulder's brain. Yeah. But... It definitely leads to more drama or trauma later on. So we'll just, like, come back to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's there's that. And then um, they end up bringing Samuel in, even though he really doesn't have much evidence against him. But at his trial, um, you know, Samuel's defense attorney is like, there's no evidence that this person killed anyone. Like, you cannot charge... You can't charge him with anything. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. And he is, like, actively telling her because he believes that he's guilty. Um, which, like, shows to me that he really does believe that, like, he is being spited. Um, and I, I think that he, like, feels guilt for it, even though he's not purposely hurting these people. Um, but he asks to stay in jail until the trial and he um like does not want to be released because he basically just thinks he's a danger to others yeah i mean one i think that's like probably a really hard mindset to be in yeah but also i'm sure what you know about catholic guilt samuel i got jewish guilt man (laughs) We're always guilty that we're not feeding people enough. I mean, uh, actually, I think, aren't they, like, not even, they're not even, like, Catholic. They're, like, evangelical mm, Christian or something. Yeah. Um, but either way. Catholic or was raised Catholic, which we, I don't think we find out in this episode, but we get more insight on. Yeah, she but does I'm talk a little bit about sure. it. But she's, Scully's more of that, like, Roman Catholic Irish, which has, whoa, I mean, talk about guilt and and shame. 
holy shit. I mean, I know that you don't really listen to My Favorite Murder, but, like, Karen from My Favorite Murder talks about it all the time, and it's just so true. It's, like, even even though I was, like, not even religious growing up, it's still just, like, so embedded in the culture. I'm like, this is crazy. Y'all are yeah. wild. Um, I'm sure in his mind he knows that the reverend is going to keep making him, like, heal all these people. And if it turns out that, like, people are dying after he's, quote-unquote, healing them, then, like, that means more people are going to die. So he's just probably like, I, we just need to stay the fuck in here. So, like, we're protecting people whether I actually did it or not. Like, Yeah, absolutely. One way or another, I think he was just trying to protect them. people, for sure. Yeah. So I get it, but definitely doesn't look good. <laughs> no. Um, do you want to take a little break? Yeah. Let's okay. take a break. Cool. And we're back. What's uh, up? Hell yeah. <laughs> One of us always, like, burps Hello. or sneezes. <laughs> I feel like... Time. I feel like as soon as we get back from a break, I'm always like, oh, I need to burp. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's important. It's your body just doing the good Lord's work. It's part of the process, my creative process. <laughs> um, so we're back and we're at poor Samuel's trial. Um, and oh, then, boy. <laughs> okay, so this part. Is it Children of the Corn with the locust? What what are what's the locust one? Uh, I and I mean, know. like, I guess it's like every single fucking horror movie, right? But yeah, I almost just typed in corn like the fucking band. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Children of the Corn. I love Children of the Corn. I God, that movie to this day freaks me out so oh, bad. Yeah. So I typed in Children of the Corn Locust, and it said, do you mean Children of the Corn Cast? So maybe not. <laughs> okay. Mm, search horror movie locusts. Horror movie with locusts. Why is Blind Man the first one that pops up? Um, the Reaping, the Queen of the Locusts. Oh. From 2007. Never heard of it. No. Or there's a movie called Locust from hmm. 1974. But I feel like I know what you're talking about. But also, huh. what about the Prince of Egypt? Because that's what I thought about. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, plot twist. Anyway, yeah. We got locusts so, in the courtroom. A million of them. They're coming out of everywhere and they're terrifying. And Samuel's like, see, I fucking told you guys that I am being spited. Like, Did you why write down what he said? No, I was like, that's <laughs> way too Jesus-y for me. I'm good. He said, does the serpent have to bite y'all in the ass for you to understand? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Southern. Wow. Oh, how it does really your, tickled me. How does your Southern accent sound so bad? I don't understand. Because I don't actually have one. I've just grown up around people that have really gross ones. <laughs> so I can just, you know, quickly embody that. Yikes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so after that performance, um, Mulder and Scully are kind of talking about, like, what they think could be happening and, like, basically why, like, I think both of them don't think that Samuel is responsible for what's happening but they're like why is he you know why is he confessing to these things then um and Mulder believes temporarily that Samuel was using like electrostatic charges basically to be able to heal um people but that now he's been using that for evil yeah, I mean, either way, whether he's innocent or not, they're going to have to find some sort of evidence that, right. like, one of that is true. Yeah. Contrary so, to this being X-Files, where we don't get a lot of actual evidence. But right. <laughs> and yet, somehow, it still, like, works out, and they're able to charge people. It's exactly. fine. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But as they're as they're talking about this, they get a knock on the door, and Vance basically says that if they're available, the Reverend wants to have them come to Mass that night to see Samuel's powers for themselves. Um, yeah, that's yikes. While, or, well, Vance just says that the Reverend wants to meet with them, right? Yeah. And then they go to his office, and then that's when he's like, I would like you guys to come to Mass that night to see Samuel's powers. Yeah, Um, but while they're talking, Mulder, like, sees a little girl outside, which I think is safe to assume he thinks is his little sister, Samantha. Yeah. Um, And then, like runs out, tries to follow her, and but she's not there. Yeah. Um, and then, so we kind of skip ahead to the uh, the mass or the whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. Um, but they skip ahead. They're at the show. <laughs> These people have sweaters with Samuel's face on them. So funny. And the hats. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I can't. Literally... Sweaters, hats, pins, signs, everything. They have songs. This whole They're organized. Like, I'll get this them whole family reminds me so much of obviously it's not as um comical, but like have you ever seen the righteous gemstones? No, I've never even heard of that. It's a sh- it's a show, um I wanna say it might be on HBO, not sure, but it's basically yeah, it's so funny, but it's about like a corrupt mega church family. Um, and like they're so southern and so ridiculous. And they have like one of those like m- in the mall mega churches. Um, but they end up just being like really corrupt people. But it's such a funny show. But this whole episode just kept reminding me of it. I would suggest, um, that. <laughs> Especially just if you just watch like one episode of Righteous Gemstones, I think you would think it's funny. I don't know if you would like like it enough to continue with the story, but I think you would find like the whole bit of them being like this weird, super rich mega church family um, and all of the like kind of antics that go along with that. I think you would find that funny. I kind of got bored with it. I was like, I don't actually care about this plot line. I just like thought the first episode was really good. But yeah. I mean, it might not even, like, be funny to me, but it it might strike the same interest chord that, like, I mean, Jonestown isn't exactly the same because, like, that's still true crimey, but, like, because I grew up around PTL, which was Tammy Faye Baker's and Jim Baker's, like, whole yeah. shenanigans, and, like, obviously I don't believe in that, and I don't even, like really necessarily care to learn about the actual like innings and out- outings of it but it's still interesting to me because i, I mean i love learning it. about like cults and stuff like that that's one of my like favorite well, kind of yeah. true crime segments of everything but they like weren't cults they just like decided that there needed to be a christian theme park in fort mill south carolina that brought us up to like one of the top three tourist spots in America, and so in comparison, weird. we're a fucking ghost town now, and that's insane to me. Weird. Whoa. So, okay. That Anyways. was a very long tangent. Sorry. <laughs> um, I still think this is going to be one of our shortest episodes yet, though, because oh, yeah. I really don't have much to say about this episode. So, yeah. um, while they're in the tent, though, Mulder does see Samantha again, and he tries to run after her. Um, and, and while he's doing she disappears. that, yeah, but he kind of still like, he's, he's really trying. Um, and then while he's doing that, Sam is basically going around to everyone and like blessing them. Yeah. And he goes to heal this woman in a wheelchair who Vance had actually, um, like promised that he would get her right in the front row yeah. because she was like so excited to meet Samuel. So like Vance was like, don't worry, I'm going to make sure that I put you in the front row. Um, And he goes to heal this woman, and he, like, touches her face, and then she convulses and dies. Yeah, she, Um, like, immediately starts having a seizure. Yeah. 
we find out later that the reason that she wanted to be healed by Samuel was because she had MS. So nothing that she would have died instantaneously like that from, um, obviously. Yeah, because I don't even think seizures are related to MS at all. No, not usually. I mean, like, Um, luckily Scully is there and is a doctor, so... (laughs) Isn't that convenient? (laughs) Well, like, monitored her enough... In the amount of time that, like, she could have. I mean, yeah, she still like, ended up dying, but... <laughs> yeah. I do think it... I really, um, on a side note, love the episodes where Scully gets to be both FBI agent and, um, like, either forensic or, like, coroner kind of person. Oh, and then, yeah, me too. Like, this one, Scully is like, okay, so I am going to be a medical doctor and an FBI agent, and I'm also going to do the autopsy. So, you know, no one else yeah. needs to step in. Don't worry about it. Oh, um, I think they have a conversation, but I think it's when they're at the hospital with this woman's parents. Yeah. And um, Scully's talking about how, you know, she was raised Catholic, but... I don't remember exactly what she says other than, like, she doesn't think Samuel's responsible for this because God doesn't let the devil take over the show. And Mulder goes, you must have really liked The Exorcist. And she's like, oh, it's one of my favorite movies. I was like, this is so cute. (laughs) I love it. Um, But, yeah, so after that, right, Scully gets the... Um, autopsy results back and well she gets permission from the parents okay um to let her do it because we open with a scene of her sharpening her fucking knives which is like really morbid but also super fucking badass right (laughs) but yeah then we get the autopsy report yeah because i mean before even before the results so scully thinks she's like Based on the symptoms, it looks like it was cellular hypoxia. So basically, just the cells did not have enough oxygen to survive. Um, And she was like, I feel like the only way that that would have happened is if they were poisoned by either, like, arsenic or cyanide. Yep. Um, So that's what she thinks now is happening. Um, But Mulder still goes to try to release Samuel. So even though... Scully thinks that someone is poisoning these people. Apparently, Mulder does not believe that it's Samuel. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think Scully does either. Yeah, but that's now fair. at least they have a method and kind of like a weapon. They just need to figure out who, who? administered it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Samuel refuses to leave. He won't listen to Mulder. He kind of just doubles down and is like, I'm guilty, just leave me alone. Like, I'm not going to do this. Um, And Mulder tries to be like, even if you go to court tomorrow, they're going to release you, so why don't you just go home and get some rest? Like, there's no evidence against you. Yeah. Um, But eventually, you know, Sam doesn't listen, and Mulder leaves. Um. And after Mulder leaves, he runs into the sheriff who is there um, with two other people, right? Kind of yeah. just waiting. Um, and then we see that the two men go into Sam's cell and beat him. And he... Um, he dang ends, died. He ends up dying. So um, um, my, my next line of notes is, it's potato. Yep, I said they find potatoes. (laughs) So, I don't know. They end up on the roof. Are they searching the sheriff's office? Is that what they're doing? Um, Or the reverend's office? The reverend's office, I think. Well, I I think they're talking to the sheriff. And the sheriff tells Mulder and Scully that Samuel's dead because he instigated a fight. And they're like, what the fuck? So they go back to the courtroom, and I don't know what they're doing, but yeah, they're what they're on the roof, 
and they well they end up searching like someone's office and they find a locust in it and they're like yeah where is this coming from so then they basically trace it back to the vent system and go up to the roof to try to figure out where it is and there's potatoes there's potato (laughs) um which is so silly I know. Also, I just read, if, you, if you've if you never read it, you need to, but um, I was just reading to my friend the potato story on Reddit. Um, the, what? It's like a today I fucked up by um, pretending to my girlfriend's parents that I didn't know what a potato was. Oh my god. <laughs> it is so fucking funny. So then, like, I literally was just reading that to my friend last night, and... Then it got to this point, and Mulder's just like, it's potato. And I'm like, I love this. It's a sign. You guys got to eat potatoes tonight. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I love potatoes. Yeah. Hot potato, hot potato. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, so someone left a trail of potatoes in the vent system (laughs) to the courtroom and then basically planted locusts in it, which is gross. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's, that's nasty. Um, but what they decide to investigate orders from nearby pest control places. Yeah. So Mulder basically, um, is like the only way that that would happen is like, you can just like, if you can get like grasshoppers and locusts and stuff from pesticide places or whatever, um, And so he was like, it would probably be pretty easy to figure out who ordered this many locusts. Yeah. Um, So they're going to work on doing that. Um, While that's happening, we skip ahead to um, a scene of Vance. um, And Samuel is at his bedside. He's all bloody. And Vance is like... He's a little ghosty. Bro, you're supposed to be dead. What are you doing? And Sam's like, well, I'm not dead. So, what's up? <laughs> and Sam basically is talking to him, and he, um, and Vance is like, why would you let me return like this? Like, why didn't you just leave me be? And, like, is basically mad at Sam for for saving his life because he... Like we said before, his quality of life is not great, and he's not happy with it. Um, And so he's talking to Sam, and he's like, why would you do this to me? Um, They end up tracing the locusts actually back to Vance. Right. So Mulder and Scully go to wake him up and be like, what the fuck? But by the time they get there, he is already clearly sick and not doing well and he um has cyanide that is um it's on his bedside table yeah in in the water so he then ends up dying of cyanide poisoning but not before telling them that he wishes that samuel had never saved him yeah i mean i can't imagine like what that feeling is because a you don't want to be alive to begin with or like at least now like you died on accident yeah i mean as as far as we know you Mm -hmm. get brought back to life quality of life isn't great and then you almost feel like indebted for the rest of your life to a child that saved you because he wants to be jesus yeah like that's yeah insane and not in, like, a, oh, crazy way. Like, that's just really fucking heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it sucks, too, though, because, like, Sam didn't mean to do anything except... I think that at this point we realized, like, Sam wasn't trying to do anything except for really actually help people. Um, and as we know, when you start messing with, like, you know, that's basic witchcraft. Like, you don't... You shouldn't bring people back from the dead. It's always messy. Yeah. Honestly, I, like, mostly blame the reverend. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's totally the control person here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You don't bring a child that you have a hunch has, like, this ability to a fire site where people have just burned alive and then try to, like, put on a show that he can 
this kid can bring these people back from the dead. Like, fuck you. Right. And the fact that, like, I mean, clearly the Reverend doesn't care about anything except for making money off of it. He's just extorting him, and it's bullshit. So, yeah, I totally would say that, like, most of the blame is on the Reverend. Yeah, he's Um, the real villain. Fuck you. (laughs) I do feel bad for Vance, but at the same time, I... What he did was really wrong. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, No reason to murder other people. Yeah, basically he was just... Um, poisoning people and making it seem like it was Samuel's fault. So um, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, bad news bears. Um, and then plot twist: Mulder gets a call that Samuel's body is missing from the morgue. Yep. And because it, it 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 wasn't snatched. It was not snatched. Exactly. That's just the weird part. Up out of there. Yeah. The night nurse claims that she saw Samuel's body walk out by himself. um, And the sheriff calls her a fucking crazy bitch. And she's like, no, like other people saw it too. Um, But basically, obviously Mulder believes her. And he's just like, this is pretty crazy. But nothing is really resolved from that, right? It's just like. We have another plot twist because. Next, the sheriff is picked up because he has to be questioned by the district attorney over Samuel's death because he let those guys come in and beat him up. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, So we have a lot of... I I think the sheriff was obviously personally involved in everything, and he clearly was just out to get Samuel. Um, Vance, obviously, was also, like, trying to ruin Samuel. Samuel's own father is extorting him. We forgot to mention one thing. (laughs) What? Um, the reason that the sheriff doesn't like Samuel is because his wife has, like, a very severe form of arthritis, and I think she wanted to go to Samuel to get healed. And then he's like, no, he's a fraud. Like, we're not going to do that. But I don't remember, like, where that went. I think she saw the headline, and then he was like, wait, I think you lied to me about him not being the real deal, and then, therefore, I've just been sitting in a wheelchair in pain all this time. And then that's when he got brought in for questioning. Yeah. So it's just a mess. I was a little confused (laughs) on, like, the timeline of that, so I was just like, I'm just going to ignore it. But, yeah, there is a a reason that the sheriff doesn't like Sam – it's really not Samuel's fucking fault, but whatever. Um, and then we do have some some insight and some self-reflection from Mulder. So, you know, Scully's kind of just like, what do you think? Like, wh- what do you think is going on here? Do you think it's really a miracle? And why do you think these people, like, kept going to him and stuff? And Mulder was like... I think people are looking hard for miracles, so hard that maybe they make themselves see what they want to see. Um, and Which then we kind of Scully said to him when he thought he was yeah. saying his sister. So that was a nice little. Yep, exactly. So you know, I think that obviously Mulder just wanted so bad. Like he does at one point confront Sam, and he's like, "Are you trying to tell me that my sister's alive because you keep?" having her appear to me and I need to know. And I, I think that it just shows that like Mulder just wants so badly to believe that his sister is okay. And that, you know, she's still alive that he allows himself to believe these things with, without really questioning it. Or um, just like closure in general. Yeah. I think, Yeah, I mean, obviously he wants her to be alive, but, like, I think that more than anything, it's such an unresolved thing for him because he just doesn't know what happened to her. And I can, of course, that's so hard, you know? Um, But, so, that's it. Episode 18. Do you have anything fun? I I legitimately have nothing. Okay, me either. There wasn't, Um, like, any fun things about this episode other than, like, they wanted to talk about religion but then talking about faith yeah. kind of loops in, like, the whole Samantha Mulder timeline or storyline. So, like, yeah. it's fine. It's just, it's fine. Like, yeah, I and I mean, it is good. Crazy. It's, it starts our conversation, like you said, about um, Scully's religion because that 
especially in later seasons, become such a prominent thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really important to her. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, not a bad episode. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, like, is a good discussion episode because I think we get to talk about a lot of things. I mean, look here. We've been talking yeah. for almost an hour, and <laughs> yeah, not all of it was about the episode, so... Right. Um, but, yeah, next week, we do have another Monster of the Week. But, like, I think I'm I'm okay with it. Um, it's episode 19 called Shapes, and the synopsis is the shooting of a Native American draws Mulder and Scully into a mystery involving lycanthropy, the phenomenon that opened the X-Files. So, whoa, we got werewolves. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Um, that would have been good to have this week because yesterday was a full moon or two days ago, right? Yeah, um, two days ago. Yes, it was July 4th because it was yeah. also an eclipse. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, all right, y'all. Weekly reminder to please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you would like to buy us a coffee, which is a one time donation that you can give us for specific goals. And right now we have a goal to get new microphones and it's all like priced out and listed out on the website. Um, If you just follow our link tree, which is in our bio for Twitter and Instagram, you got all of our links. You have our coffee link, you have our merch store link, which again, if you buy merch and send us a receipt, we'll donate the proceeds to um, an organization that needs it the most. But, yeah, um, tell your friends about us, especially your little X-File friends, because we like doing this. Hell yeah. And, yeah, anyone who has um, bought merch so far, like, thank you so much. Again, just a reminder, if you do buy merch, um, we are still matching donations. So if you could just send us a screenshot, basically, of that receipt, unfortunately, um, we don't get those automatically, so we just want to make sure that we're able to match your donation. Um, so please send those in. Yeah, I'm tech savvy, but I still can't figure out how to see what has been purchased. <laughs> yeah. So please help uh, me. <laughs> other than that, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, stay and stay spooky and safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>